You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. This is part two of the episode entitled, You Are Called by God. So as it begins, it'll feel like I'm just jumping into the middle of a thought because I am. You could get the rest of the thought by going back and listening to part one. And I'll set up just a little bit of the context now as you jump into part two. I'm looking at the first seven verses of Romans chapter one and noticing the emphasis on the part of the gospel that says you are called by God. We receive both grace and apostleship. And in part two, I'm just going to be diving into the three times that word called appears in these first seven verses. So now I'll drop you into the middle of that thought. The word called appears three times in these first seven verses in the book of Romans. And we're going to look at those three times because each of them don't just have the word. It says what we are called to. And all three times it gives us a slightly different picture of what we're called to. The first one is in verse one. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, his main identity is that he is a servant of Christ. And then the next is called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. So this first time the word called appears, it is called to be an apostle. That's what the calling is to, apostleship. And at this point, it might be easy to think that is for Paul and not for us. I've seen some definitions of the word apostle that that narrowly define it as one of the 12, which Paul wasn't. I've seen other definitions of the word apostle that reserve it only for those who were eyewitnesses of Jesus, which Paul was because he had a, a supernatural encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. When we speak of the apostolic age, we're referring to that first century, first generation of Christian believers. But we shouldn't read into that word apostle that it is for them and not for us. The Greek word apo. Stello is a compound of two words. Apo is from, and stello is sent forth. So it literally means one who is sent forth from someone. So if you are an apostle of Jesus, that means that you are someone who is sent forth from Jesus. You have a calling. He's your master. There's an assignment, and he chooses you. He says, I'm sending you out to do this thing. With this general understanding of the word, we are all called to apostleship. It's part of the gospel. We receive grace that brings us in. It allows us to be near God. And then we receive apostleship, which sends us out to live for God. And it's not a sending out of autonomy, like now you've been with me, now go away. It's a sending out with him, filled with his spirit, on mission for him. And you are called to that. It's part of the gospel. A main feature of the gospel is that we receive apostleship. We are accepted, we are cleansed, we are forgiven, and we're also called, we're employed, we're sent out. I have this vision in my mind of apostles as having these invisible spiritual headphones on that keep us in constant contact with God because we're sent out on mission for him and he knows the mission and we don't and he has the instructions and we need them. So we're constantly looking to him saying, God, where are you sending me? What do you want me to do? 
What do you want me to say? What's my assignment now? That's an apostle. The second use of the word called is down in verse 6. So that's coming right after the verse we spent some time on there. So I'll just back up a few words. Verse 5 ends with, For the sake of his name among all the nations, verse 6, including you who are called to belong to Christ Jesus. So Paul wants it to be personal. God is glorified among all nations, and that includes you. Because you are called to belong. In verse 1, we are called to be an apostle. In verse 6, we are called to belong to Christ Jesus. Our calling is first to be with him before we go out for him. Belonging is a powerful thing. I think especially in our culture today. We crave it. We need it. And we don't have enough of it. We act out in really ridiculous ways because we don't belong and we're desperate to. There's something that feels good in me just saying the word belong. And I know that this craving for belonging is speaking to us about God's design for us. He made us to belong to him. And one of the things we receive in the gospel is a call back to that belonging. And it's a call that goes to every single one of us. You are called to belong to Christ. You're not an imposter when you go to church. You are not out of place when you serve God. You are not a fraud who is trying to sneak into some community and pretend that you're a part of something that you're really not. You are called to belong. And I think that a church family, when it's at its best, just drips with belonging, with welcome. And it communicates this piece of the gospel that you have a calling. And though the calling is to be sent out, it is first to belong. It is to be with God and then not to leave him, but to take him with you out on mission for him. Our calling is to belong to God. And there's a third use of this word called in verse 7. To those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints. Now he's writing to Rome, but he's writing to those who are loved by God and God loves people everywhere. So the message to Romans is a message to humanity. You are loved by God. This is the term that is used in the Old Testament of God's special set apart Israelite people, the beloved of God. And that term applies to you. He's proven his love. We are beloved by God. But the thing that we're called to in verse 7 is to be saints. Just like the word apostle might make you step back and think that it's not for you, uh, the word saint does that too. The Catholic Church has taken people of notable faith throughout history and they have canonized them as saints. So there's this sense of graduating from normal level spirituality into this hall of fame that you get called a saint. And many of those saints were amazing people, and they were saints. But the Bible teaches that all of us in Christ are saints. The word literally means holy people or set apart. And there's a whole lot to me that's not holy, but in Christ, because of that grace, I claim holiness. He's always working on me, but the trajectory is that I'm living more and more like him in purity and holiness. 
And the word means to be set apart. So there's normal humanity who has not accepted the call of the gospel. And then there's you who have accepted the call. And the call is to be set apart. Just like Paul said in verse 1 when he says, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. There is a special selecting of you to do a specific task for God. He sets you apart for a calling that he made you for. So I've just been thinking about this. Like I said, I've been trying to memorize parts of the book of Romans, and I see this concept of calling coming up over and over again, and I recognize in me that when I think of gospel, I don't often think calling. I think grace. And I suspect that that tendency might be true of you as well, that you haven't really embraced that part of the good news of God, the gospel, is that you have a calling from God. I'm trying to imagine what this world might look like if we all stepped into that calling. It reminds me of Ephesians 4 when it talks about spiritual gifts, and if we were all using them, there would be this body with all these working parts complementing each other. And as each part does its work, the whole community grows up into the head that is Christ and becomes mature and is not tossed back and forth by winds and waves. Imagine the blessings we might experience even on this earth before the second coming if everyone received from Christ grace and apostleship and they stepped into their calling from God. And I know that that's not going to happen. Not everyone's going to do that, but you can. And it starts with just believing it, that you are called of God. And then it continues with seeking after God to clarify what that calling is and then having confidence in God to step out and actually live that calling. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Well, thank you so much for listening to Speak, Lord. And as always, you can find all of our episodes by searching for Speak, Lord, wherever you get podcasts. And you can find more from me at PastorRyanRogers.com.